0: is hit
1: it's VoIP life
0: (laughs) no it's not it's Um, diet VoIP life I'm gonna gonna scoot that toward you
1: what is export audio if not diet VoIP life VoIP life is diet export
0: yeah but the bit is that we both say that about each other's (laughs) (laughs) podcast no the bit is that I'm always talking about how export audio is the best podcast on the fucking internet yeah well it is Hi, everybody. Welcome to Export Audio, episode 94. I am Autumn June. Right. I am joined I am joined by my stuffed animal, Apples. Um, Say hello, Apples. And, of course, my wife, Nora Blake. That's me. <laughs> and Zoe Mars. You're hey. on Pinecast. Just double-check me about nine episode 94 as if I wouldn't
1: know it. How about you shut the fuck up and not look over my shoulder at my computer screen? I'm trying not to, but it's right there. It's just so easy to look at. <laughs> This is episode 94. This is La- what I said! Last episode was Punk Edit Aerith, apparently. Yeah.
0: When did that go up? A week ago. Okay. It feels like two weeks because, as I've been telling my therapist every single week, time feels like a blur. The flow of time is convoluted. <laughs> the flow of time is convoluted in Pandemic. I do. <laughs> you mean Pathologic 2? No. Pan- pandemic too, the, the 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 board game yeah and the phone game you know a phone game nope i have not played that
1: okay well if you hear sounds our neighbors are having a cookout yeah so there's like children running and playing um presumably spreading the covid <laughs> 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 uh, for all
0: we know <laughs> um i didn't think about how they were Doing that before we hit record, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. We have a lot of energy and not a lot to talk about. So this so,
2: much energy today. so this I, I might
0: be fourth. like a thirty-minute episode. I don't know. Uh, video games
1: are things that have been happening.
0: Your your favorite internet wives um, have a hyper fixation, and that is GRPGs. Yeah. So I just installed Mass Effect. <laughs> um, I guess RPGs broadly but especially JRPGs
1: Mass Effect is a JRPG junk
0: RPG <laughs> got him. I got partway through, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast I got through the first chapter and a half um, not counting the prologue I got through like the, f- the first little chunk of The Witcher 1 Released in 2007. Very good video game. Exceedingly good video game. Diety's barking. So that's a fun new noise to deal with. Um, And I just, I was liking The Witcher, but, like, I'm depressed as hell. And I had this weird, like, burst of enthusiasm about, like, I really want to play Final Fantasy VIII. And so now I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII. I finished Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah, you did. That's where my like enthusiasm for Eight came from.
1: Yeah. Um I don't have anything to do with spoiler cast on that game. You should listen to abnormalmapping.com, uh-huh. which is a podcast about anime. Mhm. Um abnormalmapping.com is actually a website not a podcast, but abnormalmapping is a podcast about video games. Mhm. Abnormalmapping.com is a website about anime mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the game is pretty fucking good mm-hmm. so i started playing dragon quest 3 mm-hmm. that's nice that's like a fun little thing um i don't know if i'll finish it because it's just no it's you know dragon quest 3 it's just no final fantasy 1 <laughs> it's just you know <laughs> I like the NES Final Fantasies. Granted, I only played the remakes because, like, I didn't care to emulate the um, original versions. And I don't think I could find... I think at the time, when I was a teenager, I couldn't find an English ROM of FF3 and 2. But... um also, FF1, I think one of those stats is just broken it doesn't work. I think intelligence just doesn't do anything in that mm-hmm. game. I could be wrong. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the PSP remakes of 1 and 2 are fucking fantastic. And FF1 on the PSP is just my ideal JRPG like, of that style. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dragon Quest three is really good in that space of you know, top-down, walk around, get into a fight, hit the A button... Uh it's interesting cuz you only have to hit the A button 3 times cuz you just hit go and then all of your characters do actions and the text scrolls itself. <laughs> but I miss having the characters on the screen doing like a little step forward and go and like whap mm-hmm. with their weapon. That's that's always good. Um so that's fine. I also started playing Tales of Vesperia. We'll see if that sticks. Uh it's interesting. This is my second Tales game ever. I played
0: Symphonia like three times as a kid. Hmm. We just got Symphonia to play on the PS3 together. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll happen. I don't expect that'll happen in, at least until I'm done with 8, but maybe sooner. I don't and know. I
1: gotta play Mass Effect for the podcast. Yeah. For Journal Updated. Yeah. From, from abnormalmapping.com.
0: Yeah. Um, f- 8 is... Fucking amazing! I have to say. Um. Okay, you're. <laughs> yes, one. You're spoiling the end of disc one for <laughs> everybody, and I didn't know we were doing a spoiler discussion. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know people cared about spoilers for FF Eight. I don't know. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy Eight. I don't want people to spoil it. I don't okay, know where then it's cut going. this last forty-five w- seconds. I just would not be happy if you okay. had said. <laughs> then cut the stuff. Anyway, um, I'll mark it in the audio real quick. Um, but um, so you were playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake and I was uh, I spent a couple days like really thinking through my experience with Final Fantasy 7 um, and it's weird. I didn't finish that game. Uh, I'm talking about Final Fantasy VII, like, as it was released in 1997, not the new game. What, what do you mean? What? It started at 7 in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, like, as it came out in 1997, like, I didn't finish that game. I had a really, like, difficult time, like, following the story in some places because I have, like, a lot of issues, like, parsing text. It's why I listen to audiobooks instead of, like, like reading prose um like and I think I put a lot of like expectations on that game because it means so much to like both gaming like history and also like to friends of mine and so I had a really difficult time with it and I think on the last podcast I said I didn't like Final Fantasy 7 and then ever since I said that I'm like
2: well, but I kind
0: of... Um, I kind of like this part, and I... You know, that was kind of neat, and, you know, the combat wasn't very good, but I did really like this thing, and I... I've kind of galaxy-brained myself into liking Final Fantasy VII retroactively. You playing the remake also was just a tremendous help, because, like, hearing those characters voiced and, like, you know... They're characterized a little differently in the new game, I think, but they're fairly consistent. For better or worse. Yeah, they're fairly consistent with um, how they w- how they were in the original game. A little, you know, tweaks here and there, but, like... Um, <laughs> consistent also, for better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> like... um, I, So now I've kind of, like, come around to, like, no, actually, I had a really weird, difficult time with Final Fantasy VII, but I think I really... I feel a lot more positively about it now. I haven't gone back to play it at all. I've just been thinking about it a lot, and that's
1: fine. Like, there is no correct way to engage with a piece of art. Yeah, for sure. I thought about whatever's meaningful for you.
0: Yeah, I thought about replaying seven um, to kind of like think through those feelings, but I decided that was probably. Like, setting myself up to just, like, kind of hate it more. And so soon after. Yeah, like, really soon. Um, And so instead, I picked up Final Fantasy VIII, and the first two days with it were kind of rocky because uh, all the guides out there are garbage for this video game. Well, they're too good, is the problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, they have... They don't know what to actually, like, help you with. Because Final Fantasy VIII is a really complex game. Um, kind of my problem with Seven's combat is that it is, like, there's just a bunch of materia and I I couldn't totally wrap my head around it. Final Fantasy VIII is, like, very complex. Needlessly complex, one might say and all the guides i was reading those first 2 days would just be like oh well before you go and do the first mission you need to go like grind on this beach for you know until you get the um like ammo refinement from ifrit and then you need to go um to this place and like play cards against this person until they give you this card and then you're going to take that card to the queen of cards. Oh, by the way, you need to go to the queen of cards and manipulate her RNG so that uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it felt like because the game, the game. It's weird. I don't want to say the game doesn't like teach you about things well enough, because I think it actually does a really good job of teaching you about these things but because it's so complex it like really overwhelmed me at the start and so I was like oh I'm going to cling to the guide because the guide will help me understand and like really what the guide should say is hey if you want to go like get like wild overpowered and like do all this like really out there stuff and like do like a million damage to you know every boss you meet you can go do this stuff if you don't want to we just recommend getting like these abilities, like equipping these people this way, and moving on.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: what the guides need to be, because also the guides will like you'll get to a really annoying sewer section, and they'll just say progress through the sewer section, and you'll be like, but I don't know, I don't know where to go. I need you to tell me where to go, and the, then you have to go look at a, at a different video guide just to know where to go. and It is frustrating. But all that aside once I actually just started playing the game because I think Final Fantasy 8 is kind of uniquely designed to like kind of just encourage you to just play the fucking game and not grind like I think it's I think the game is really encouraging you don't grind just go through the story and like all the people who have like these like playing triple triad for like 12 hours to like get all the right things like they're kind of breaking the game and like This it it just feels so The game provides you so much like direction and like really doesn't want you Breaking from that in a lot of ways or or it doesn't want you I can't explain it good But anyway game is good once you like ignore all the power gamers and just like go through the story the games amazing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and also what the power gamers don't tell you is that yes you can do all this grinding so that you can get uh, Ultima on disc 1 or you can do like one third of that grinding and still be pretty overpowered like my squall can beat most enemies in 3 or 4 hits including most bosses in 3 or 4 hits other, like, random enemies, like people I meet in the wild, I don't even have... People? <laughs> Is it just on site with Squall? Like, he sees you, <laughs> and then he pulls the trigger.
2: <laughs>
0: like, if I if I see a monster in the wild, I don't even have Squall attack, because if Squall's the one that does the final blow, he gets the most XP. And so he's at level 22, and all my other party members are at 12, because he's doing <laughs> so much damage. Hey, hey, great news about FF8 uh-huh outside of the
1: situations you have already found yourself in squall will basically always be in your party
0: yeah so that's fine yeah no it's definitely not a problem but it's definitely like oh i don't want i do want renoa a little closer and level to him so i am just going to have squall. so that they can kiss yeah exactly so I am just having Squall like draw every spell from every enemy while Renoa kills people because also I can just hit the fast forward button on my uh, totally legitimate copy of Final Fantasy VIII. On the Switch. On the Switch um, that I, I purchased with money. Um, I can just hit the fast forward button and I, I, I don't give a shit if Squall stands mm-hmm, there for mm-hmm. like 15 minutes in game grinding or drawing, you know, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> It's a, re- it's a fucking incredible game I talk about all the gameplay stuff partially because I'm only into disc 1 or I just finished disc 1 um, I'm getting into disc 2 today um, It's the story is really good, the FMV cutscenes in this game have just like really fucking blown my socks off in a way that like very few things in 7 did, I and that's say- not easy, your socks aren't short <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my knee highs today. Yeah. Um takes some real effort. <laughs> <laughs> there you know, it takes some real polygons. <laughs> there's some like really classic like FF7 FMV scenes that uh, like are great but like everything in FF8 as far as that stuff has gone has just been like really amazing and I think it's like taking the game up another level. I like me.
1: that one that I saw the other night where they had a fake scream
0: because
2: mm-hmm.
1: the character was screaming but they didn't have like voices in the thing so it was like a weird
0: like MIDI file yep, <laughs> to replace Renoa screaming. Yep. You know what Um, I saw yesterday because I've gotten really into like watching YouTube lists of like <laughs> the top 10 PS1 RPGs. Not from Squaring Enix. Yeah. Like, I've gotten into a lot of just, like, listicles on YouTube because I'm depressed. See, when I do this,
1: um, it's Vines or TikToks, and then people judge me. But I guess Garbage Lists or Dumbledore is the Grim Reaper from a Harry Potter. <laughs> Hush, is...
2: <laughs> <Hush>.
0: <laughs> don't Don't call me out like this on the podcast. <laughs> um... Anyway, since I've been watching all those listicles, I have seen the, um, like FMV Kefka and FMV, um, uh, what's the other one? There's no FMV from Chrono Trigger. Oh, there's a really, there's a really gross looking FMV Terra in that game, too. Um, I've been seeing those a lot in all these lists. (laughs) Because everybody thinks that Final Fantasy VI is the best JRPG of all time, and they're wrong. It's good.
1: I am, Some would call it in the top five Super Nintendo RPGs.
0: It, I am 24. I don't think I've played Final Fantasy VI since I was 14. I, I don't think I finished it, but from what I'm told, the point where I got is kind of like... All the, the actual last, story, in the, the last game? like
1: real, like strong yeah. narrative, because I know that it falls off uh, a ways in. But um, the thing that, about me is that there's like five characters in that game that I care about, mm-hmm. and I would ignore all the others. Yes, <laughs> this is my <laughs> get recollection. Get the fuck out too. of here, gal. <laughs> go, go, get the fuck out. No one wants you. The little girl with the paintbrush, gone. I ve- Go back to Kirby 64, bitch.
0: <laughs> I vividly remember Terra and Locke. I don't remember fucking anyone else you in that Tara, game. You got Terra, you got Locke, you got Celeste,
1: who people used to argue on GameFAQs whether Celeste or Terra was the protagonist of FF6, which is a dumb argument to have. Only one of their themes is the overworld theme. That's mm, my argument. Makes you think. <laughs> makes you think. Mm, tap, tap, tap
2: my head.
0: Uh, only one of them turns into a naked furry. <laughs> I remember um, the samurai guy. Siam? Yeah, I think so. When I was 14, I thought he was rad. I might feel differently about him now. I don't know. Uh, Have you given up on aristocratism? Uh, You know I love F91. I'll never give up on (laughs) aristocratism. (laughs) I'm out here repping Glimmy Toto every day.
1: (laughs) Um, But Locke... Terra, Celeste um, uh, ooh, that's
0: that's it huh mm-hmm. those are the ones shadows all right here's it here's another thing last year I started Chrono Trigger and didn't finish it partly because I got like hyper fixated on Final Fantasy 7 and started playing Final Fantasy 7 instead mm-hmm. of Chrono Trigger like, the past week of being hyper-fixated on JRPGs again. What the fuck? I am... <laughs> you're just looking at all the playable I'm characters. I'm looking at and a
1: list of playable characters from
0: FF6. Apparently there's a fucking Yeti? Uh, uh, in, so, in... Um, Chrono Trigger I also played when I was probably 15 or 16. So it's been a very long time and my memories are hazy. Chrono Trigger, pretty good, actually. I remember last year not feeling, like, as excited about it when I was playing it, but, like, I've been listening to a lot of Chrono Trigger music and, like, looking at the art. I just think it's the best-looking SNES RPG, except maybe, I think Earthbound also looks really good, like, art-wise, but I think it's a very different sort of deal. Um... What do you think of this new style for FF six? Oh, that's uh, that's fucking hideous. Oh, this is garbage. Ooh. Get this out of my eyes. Is this the mobile port? What is I this? I think
1: it's the phone version. Yeah. There's a fucking yeti in this game that nobody has ever told me about. What <laughs> is this fucking yeti? Umaro. Nobody's nobody's ever talked about the fucking yeti in FF six. So anyway, this is a this is a list of
0: Final Fantasy VI characters ranked by greatness. What's your party and um who's your party in Chrono Trigger? Because I can think of you Ugh. get three party slots and I can think of at least four character five characters that I really like. I'm gonna game. tell you So there's multiple versions of
1: this. Mm-hmm. There's me as a kid playing it on the Super Nintendo emulator on the family computer, which was my second console, technically, uh-huh. which was Chrono,
0: Frog, Magus, because
1: mm-hmm. they're the cool ones. Okay. Animal. I do...
0: No, just real quick. I know that when I was 15 or 16 playing this game, I did not get far enough that I ever had Magus in my party. Ooh, Okay. Yeah. That's not very far. Oh, I, I thought I had gotten like halfway through the game. I don't know i guess that i I guess because i used to get
1: stuck so early in the game as a kid i guess like i guess i treat that as farther
0: into the game than it is i got stuck um did you have the time machine i have the time machine could it fly i think so i remember getting stuck the first time i went to like the dinosaur era that stuff sucks I, what I remember is getting <laughs> stuck, and then because I was 15 or 16, I was in that awkward period. was like, well, I don't want to use a guide that's cheating. And so I kind of just fell off. You know? Um, but When I was first playing, it was those three. Cause swords and the
1: scythe. That's mm-hmm. cool shit. It's cool shit. So get those girls out of here. Mm-hmm. When I was a teenager playing on the DS, it was Chrono La Robo. Okay. Which I think is the best, like, Stats. Raw power layout. Um but I do just still really love Magus. Mm-hmm. His theme is like a fucking great
0: little piece of music. I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. I've had the overworld theme in my head for days. It's beautiful. It's if we're not including Zelda games,
1: it's the best overworld theme I ever. Don't need to make that exclusion to make
0: that statement. <sighs> Better than the Ocarina Overworld theme, for sure. Mm-hmm. The Zelda theme, you mean? Uh-huh. The Zelda theme? Well, I was just listening to the Ocarina soundtrack yesterday, and the the version of the you Overworld... You have takes about that, don't you? The, the version of the... I'll get to my take in a second. The version of the Overworld theme in Ocarina, I don't like nearly as much as, like, the ones in games near it. Like, I don't like it as much as Link to the Past and... um wind waker for a long time i was like for a long time i really didn't like the score for ocarina i thought uh ocarina had the worst score of mainline zelda games i was listening yesterday to a video on youtube called zelda wave uh mm-hmm. which was like a vaporwave i've been listening to a lot of like lo-fi and vaporwave mixes of video game music lately i was listening to one that dude ocarina of time music And it was weird because I thought this mix was really bad, and what it taught me was that actually I have a lot of feelings about the Ocarina soundtrack. Um, And I actually have really come around to liking the Ocarina soundtrack a lot.
1: Would you like to know,
0: ranking the numbered Final Fantasy games from Polygon.com? Yes, I would. Can I finish my last little take about the Ocarina soundtrack? Yes, but we also have
1: options... that are ranking the main Final Fantasy games worst to best from Digitalspy.com or uh, ScreenRant.com's 25 greatest Final Fantasy
0: games of all time. That is kind of funny because it's 25. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel... Open that in another tab, but I feel Polygon has the capacity to make me angry in a way that um, few websites do. I'll just finish my last little thing about the Ocarina soundtrack. Which is the thing that actually made me mad yesterday listening to that Zelda Wave mix, was the, um, you know the you know the title screen music the, bum 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 ba da, da. Mm-hmm. um they put drums on that track and it ruins it. <laughs> that song is defined by not having drums. That song is defined by like being kind of leisurely, and slow, and meandering, and, like, Ocarina is a story of adventure, but also Ocarina is a story where, like, that's a little bit, like, a little melancholy. I think Majora's Mask gets a lot of credit for being, like, the sad Zelda game, but, like, there is a moment in Ocarina that I think is, like, genuinely heartbreaking in a way that nothing else in the the Zelda series is. Um, And that title screen music is like one of my favorite pieces of Zelda music and when you put drums on it, you ruin it. It's bad. (laughs) And the other thing is that I realized like that song being the way that it is kind of sets the tone for the rest of the Ocarina soundtrack. Uh, So I just listened to the Ocarina soundtrack yesterday, it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why I was a hater for so long. Um, I don't really care about Ocarina of Time. I uh,
1: like in my brain, Ocarina of Time exists in the same sort of vast space that includes Assassin's Creed <laughs> or, or like Call of Duty. <laughs> it's just like video games that exist that I don't have opinions about. And it's just in this big vat floating alongside, like, I don't know, what's a, name a video game. For $5, name a video game.
0: Wind Waker. <laughs> name a different video game. <laughs> Prince of Persia. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, for a long time, that's how I kind of, I wouldn't say it quite so harshly as you did, That's, but for a long time, I kind of felt like Ocarina was kind of generic and... I always as a teen said that my favorites were um, Wind Waker and Majora and um, Link's Awakening because they were kind of like in my mind riskier than Ocarina was Um, and one I think Ocarina is an incredibly weird incredibly risky game and we don't and an incredibly melancholy game in the same way that like it is very sad in the same way that like Majora's Mask and I think Wind Waker is like a really a really fucking sad game too and I will like galaxy brain that theory for you sometime if you want um but I'm kind of rambling a lot um uh, I've come to appreciate Ocarina a lot more than I used to
2: mm-hmm.
0: We should read this list Uh what where where is it? Oh, you, right. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna explain my Wind Waker theory, but you, now you just found it. So, with the Final Fantasy series reaching its
1: 30th anniversary on December 18th, this article went up uh, in
0: 2017. Okay, I'm gonna look up what Final Fantasies have come out between then and now. This is written by
1: a person I don't know. Not followed by anyone you're following, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, for Polygon.com, I have no idea if this person does Polygon. The, per- only,
0: the only mainline Final Fantasy game that has come out between then and now is um, some 15 DLC. So part of 15 came out. <laughs> yeah, 15 had
1: at least begun coming out when... Congratulations, Noctis. We yeah.
0: support you. Um. God. It sucks that they're never going to finish that game. <laughs>
1: Alright, number 16. Bottom of the list. Number 16, we have Final Fantasy XIV. What? For PC, PS3, PS4. Released in 2010. They better have a Realm Reborn as a
0: separate entry then. Number 15. Uh, Final Fantasy II. Go fuck yourself. 14 is a really good game. Yeah. I only played A Realm Reborn, and I really like 14. Everyone complains about Re- A Realm Reborn See, all here's the time. The, but here's the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For this countdown, I've adopted a very simple basic rule. Numbered Final Fantasy games. Only no Roman numeral, no go. A number or subtitle in addition to a Roman number, also void. So, Realm Reborn, not even going to be on this list. Uh, also,
0: also... Okay, if you are not Final Fantasy XI is not good. <laughs> like, it's not a good MMO. <laughs> I watched people play it. It's not good. <laughs> I'm not saying that original flavor Final Fantasy XIV is great. I'm not even going to say it's better. I don't really know enough about it. But, like, A Realm Reborn is really good. Good. The end of
1: this section says: Come to think of it, the best thing you can say about the original version of FF14 is that it's no longer possible to play the game at all. You're safe now; the bad MMO can't hurt you anymore.
0: You're gonna put Final Fantasy XI higher on this list than Final Fantasy II. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy II, but my wife it's likes fine. that game, so I'm mad. It's I like two a lot. Yeah.
1: Uh. Right. Okay, so. This. Whatever. 14. Final
0: Fantasy. NES. 19. They're just gonna put. The next one's gonna be Final Fantasy 3. They're gonna be like, oh, Final Fantasy 3 was the best of the NES trilogy, but the NES trilogy is trash. <laughs> Number 13. Final Fantasy 13. What the fuck? <laughs> what the whole entire fuck? This sucks. I've never played 13, but like. <clears throat> it's certainly the prettiest
1: entry in the Final Fantasy series, but those looks come at the cost of starving other areas of the game. This
0: is. Okay. Final Fantasy 13 is not the prettiest looking Final Fantasy game. <laughs> it's not. Um. The combat system
1: removes players from moment-to-moment decisions of battle in favor of setting up forma- fighting formations and determining general tactics to be carried out automatically by the computer. Uh, in short, f 13 contains a whole lot of best-of-class elements that add up to less than the sum of its parts. What are you talking about?
0: Expensive does not equal more beautiful. <laughs> they spend a lot of money, they on, spend final final lot face of money on Final Fantasy. a lot of money on Final Fantasy. I think, think final final it looks fin- great. I think it looks great. I just don't think it is the prettiest Final Fantasy game. I think that's a patently absurd thing. pretty is the
1: word you use for expensive on polygon.com in 2017.
0: Yeah, I think that's just patently absurd. I hate people who write about video games. Number 12,
1: Final Fantasy 3, confirmed better than 13. (laughs)
0: Uh, Created the job system, yeah. Oh, you! When you started um, Dragon Quest three, you were gonna name uh, your character Erdrick, yeah. and the game wouldn't let you do it. So you named your character Lunath, which is the uh, Final Fantasy three character. I just wanted to say that on the podcast because I thought it was cute. It is cute. Lunath is great. He's a dumb idiot with a sword. That describes so many Final Fantasy
1: protagonists. He can he cannot have a sword if you don't want him to have a sword. But uh, he's the silver haired twink in the like ff3 stuff number 11 final fantasy 11 it's wild that this is so high on the list you're about to get very mad okay um basically this article says that uh ff11's popularity helped keep square enix alive while it wrestled with the challenges of ff13 and ff14
0: Okay, but now FF fourteen is keeping the company alive yeah. while they wrestle with the challenges of anyway. betting the entire company on every game they make. Anyway, number ten, Final Fantasy X. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh-huh. Oh Final Fantasy Ten, I also have not played. I played Final Fantasy Six when I was like fourteen. Uh I fell off of it and I replaced it with Final Fantasy Ten. I got stuck on a really difficult-for-me boss fight when I was 14. I don't remember where that was. Final Fantasy X is fucking
1: incredible. Apparently, while it doesn't rank among the series' absolute best, it's a valuable
0: transitional work. Valuable transitional work? They defined what 3D JRPGs would be. I mean, like... They defined what voice-acted JRPGs were going to be. Yeah. Like... Every JRPG with voice acting is following in the footsteps of Final Fantasy X. And also, have you heard to Zanarkand, it's one of the best pieces of music. As with thirteen, the majority of ten transpires
1: on a linear journey along a single path to the end. Who gives a shit? This What's... is 2017. This is also true what? of Final Fantasy VIII, and Final Fantasy VIII is good not being linear means having a big world map that you can run around in even though you have to do things in a certain order to proceed in the game
0: yeah in final fantasy 8 there is a big world map and you know what if you try to go anywhere that the game doesn't want you to go there will be just like a car parked on the train tracks saying you can't go this way <laughs> <laughs> number nine is final fantasy 15
1: that's weird but okay weird uh number eight final fantasy 7 what <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i'm glad they're gonna put eight ahead of it i really like eight what um, do you, do you
1: want to guess what number one is
0: right final now? final fantasy 6 okay especially if you're putting final fantasy 7 solo which is fucking madness to me by the way <laughs> i Those... like despite all my difficulties with final fantasy 7 i think that game is really good Ironically, the things that made it so popular 20 years ago are the ones that
1: made it feel so profoundly dated today. Uh, Seamless blend of real-time polygons, pre-rendered backgrounds, and computer-generated cutscene footage represent a brilliant example of game developers harnessing technology in new ways to blur the line between games and cinema with far greater elegance and substance than the Sillywood movement of the early 90s? I don't know what that means.
0: This list is garbage.
1: Yet those elements feel clumsy and intrusive now, leaving 7 with some of the ugliest visuals and shallowest game mechanics in the series' history. What?
2: <laughs> ugliest visuals? I think
1: FF7 looks great. What are you talking about? <laughs> no game looks like
0: that. It's gorgeous. Number 7 is... Final- also, Final Fantasy Nine is going to be ahead of 7. Yeah. Which is... I like Final Fantasy Nine. This seems like a person who'd put nine at the front. I okay. I'm gonna guess the top three. Can I guess the top three? Okay. Number one six. Number two nine. Number three um, five. <laughs> they have what are they? They haven't done four, eight, twelve. Okay, that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be number one six. Number two nine. Number three twelve.
1: Well. Number seven is Final Fantasy XIV and Realm Reborn. Okay. Why does this... There's no re- acknowledging the fact that it goes against the person's one rule of the list.
0: Yeah. you. Also, this came out in 2016. I'm sure, like, Heaven's Word was out by then. Are you including Heaven's... 2017. 2017. So I'm sure Heaven's Word was out. Like, are we including Heaven's Word in a Realm Reborn? You know, like... Uh... It talks
1: about an expansive tribute to Final Fantasy XII's realm of Ivalice, which, first of all, well, I acknowledge the respect on Final Fantasy XII's name right here, Ivalice is not the
0: Final Fantasy XII world. It's the vagrant story world. <laughs> I don't think it's is a it vagrant story. I, th- either tactics or vagrant story is the first. I think it's tactics. I was looking at this just today because actually, um, um, uh, uh you talk for just a second because I'm going to pull something up about Evil Um, um, Although
1: the unavoidable requirements of any MMO, lots of free time and a reliable internet connection prevent this from being the most universal entry in Final Fantasy's history it's both a great game and a welcome sign that Square Enix isn't afraid to take drastic measures to write a listing ship. Where's that Square Enix?
0: (laughs) So I'm going to read you um, a couple things from Yasumi Matsuno's uh, Wikipedia page which like helped me understand something about final fantasy that i i never really got before um which is that he directed tactics ogre he directed final fantasy tactics he directed vagrant story which would make tactics the first evil east game and then vagrant story uh tactics advance and then uh or was a producer on tactics advance and then was the writer original di- director and supervisor on 12 mm. it sounds like he left square enix partway through 12 which might be related to when they like brought vaughn in and made vaughn the protagonist or whatever i don't know um but then like he also um he actually went and did a couple games with Mistwalker. it looks like <laughs> <laughs> that's great and then that's funny um came bla- came back to write some evilist stuff in stormblood um, that makes sense so he's there's like one guy at Square Enix who was like the evil East guy. sky it seems yeah. like um, which is kind of cool I'm like yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to know more about like I know some stuff about Nomura I know some stuff about Sakaguchi I would love to learn more about like all the other people who work on Final Fantasy games
1: number six is Final Fantasy IX
0: which came out in 2000 I don't know if you knew that wild was that did that come out like was the PS2 out when Nine came out almost okay
1: remember Jackson's post about Holiday 2001, right? So Which this was... was at the end of the PlayStation. Right. Some people probably didn't even finish Nine
0: before the PS2 came out, right? Because uh, 2001 was the like Holiday that like Silent Hill 2 and Metal Gear Solid 2, and there was a bunch of other stuff in Jackson's post, but those were the two that like stuck out in me. Like, holy shit, what a good <laughs> you know, it's good Silent Hill 2 too scary for me to play more of it, but uh, it's good. It's real good. This article says
1: that 9 began its life as a spin-off game, which I didn't know, but that feels believable. Um, it,
0: I would totally believe that Sakaguchi and um, Uematsu would just be like, we're gonna go, you're gonna make your edgy Final Fantasy 8, we're gonna go make the, the real Final Fantasy over in our corner. <laughs> uh, also, again, This article says,
1: Pays tribute to the original NES Final Fantasy with the return of the villain Garland and his four fiends. No. You can't say that when Garland Garland actually shows up in Dissidia as Garland from Final Fantasy. That's a different character. There's actually a game where Garland comes back and he knocks you all down. (laughs) It's Garland! He has the horned helmet! He has a big sword! He knocks you the fuck down! (laughs) The sword turns into a hammer sometimes. Or two swords. Or a sword on a chain. It's great! Apparently this game feels uneven in places according to this person.
0: Final Fantasy IX, I played in the same period as when I was playing 6 and 10 and not finishing either of them. Um, I got to some cutscene on disc 1 and my disc was scratched same for me but I was emulating it my disc was scratched so I could just never get past that cutscene
1: yeah mine was when Zidane grabs Garnet's butt by mistake and then they get in
0: an airship oh mine might have been the same thing cause they get in an airship and then a black mage like opens up its eyes and is like all pissed off and starts chasing them. I don't know about that that might be the same cutscene might be the same cutscene um, we might remember different, you might remember <laughs> Zidane grabbing someone's ass and I might remember a cool black mage <laughs> with wings. Uh,
1: number five on this list, Final Fantasy VIII, which came out one year
0: prior to Final Fantasy IX. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. A good a good showing for Final Fantasy VIII. A great video game.
1: Um, It defies expectation with an RPG that elaborated on some of Seven's narrative motifs while systematically dismantling nearly every rule and mechanic fans had come to take for granted in a Final Fantasy. Does that mean
0: it lets you change the action menu? You know what's great? is just equipping Squall with 100 regen in the uh, HP slot so that he gets check notes 4,000 HP. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Meanwhile, I... My Squall right now, I think, has 3,000 HP. My Kistis has 4,000. And Renoa has 700, because I don't have any... She doesn't have any GFs that um, let her junction in the HP slot. And so I just have to hope she doesn't get hit and cast a barrier on her a lot. Number four. Yet another instance
1: of position and name matching. It's Final Fantasy IV the fourth best
0: Final Fantasy game on this list. This seems like the appropriate place to put Final Fantasy IV, which seems like the best of the traditional Final Fantasy games. That's my impression. Wait, they're going to put Final Fantasy V ahead of this? (laughs) They're about to put Final Fantasy V in the top three? I guess I can't argue with that because I don't know a goddamn thing about it. It's...
1: I almost said that it's the only Final Fantasy game with cross dressing in it. That's not true. <laughs> but this one's good because it's like a pirate lady. Oh. Who dresses up as a man. Okay. A Mulan situation. <laughs> yeah, I guess. A Tetra. I don't don't Does really, Tetra? No. No. I don't really remember the details of that, but it is a thing. Um was... number three Final Fantasy V. Was Final Fantasy V the first one with jobs, or the three was the first one with jobs? Okay, it was the first one to bring it back. Okay. Also, four listed characters as having jobs, but they couldn't change jobs. Right. Okay. Um, which two didn't
0: do? I mostly associate jobs with fourteen and tactics, which That's I have fair. not played tactics by the way. Three, five,
1: and uh. There was one more that was like really heavy on the job stuff. I guess like one. I guess one, three, and five were the the biggest like class ones. Although although they added classes to twelve in the re-release. Uh, four is great. Four is a great game. Number three is Final Fantasy V. Uh, Please read this for me because I don't know a goddamn thing about this game. In FF4, the series' creators took the job system and used it as raw materials from which to build the story for a quest. Five pushed the needle all the way back from the narrative. Its story may well be the slightest in the entire series and into the far end of the system side of the meter. I don't know that that's true at all. I mean... That
0: character dies, and it's sad. Part of the thing that I'm really liking about uh, 8 is how systems-heavy it is, so maybe I should play 5. 5 is a little goofier.
1: Like, 5 is kind of like... Okay, on first sort of recollection, five is the nine of the four, five, six. Okay. If six is the eight and four is the seven. Okay. if You can map them, me. If you can map them all across. No, six is the seven. That's the popular one. All right. Five is the nine. That's the lesser known and kind of more lighthearted. One okay, and then uh, four and four eight is and eight are like the really good ones that nobody really talks about.
0: Yeah,
1: and M's there favorites. you go, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> four <laughs> and
0: eight are M <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, <sighs> um uh, I might give Final Fantasy Five a shot.
1: I I know apparently it, thousands of people revisit FF Five every summer in a collective charity run. I don't know what that's about.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. So I was at least right about <laughs> f- fantasy twelve being in the top. Yeah, I I was yeah
1: I was right when I guessed mine, but um, five seems neat. I was gonna say one more thing about five. I'm trying to remember it now. Um. People argued for a long time whether the protagonist's name was Bart's or Butts. <laughs> is which one is Sp- is Spoony
0: Bard from? Is that from four? Four. Okay. Um, Noah
1: Antweiler is from Final Fantasy 4, yes.
0: um, Oh, yeah. I know 5 came out on the DS and or the PSP. I wonder, like, what's better? Playing it there or, like, playing... I wonder if, like, there's a Super Famicom translation patch and all that jazz. Well, I just Googled the best
1: FF5 version. We're going to Reddit.com. Okay. Which version of FF5 is the best? Everyone's shouting GBA. Well, I know... Someone says... PC, but you'll get over the odd character sprites in under an hour. Then you'll see everything else is really the best. What is what is this new did they make up-res I I think it's probably going to be the same
0: this foam port stuff, because that's also how 6 is. The problem with Oh, no! Oh, this is dreadful. It's cute, kind of, but like Oh, this is nightmarish.
1: RPG maker looking ass.
0: Oh, I hate it. That big guy's kind of cool, though. Oh, this guy? Yeah. That's extra. Oh, I, d- I am kind of into the Amano character portraits here. Yeah. But I'm sure that's, like, just there but pixelated in the original.
1: Uh, well, i uh, will just um, find... No, see, this is what... No, 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 you get- need to get a scene of
0: them talking. Yeah, yeah, right there. This? You think this... Oh, that's not on the... That's the PC yeah. port. Here, uh,
1: yeah, let me... Yeah. 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 Maybe no mm. mono character portraits. No, I don't think that happened until 6. I don't think they did that until
0: 6. Um. Anyway, um... Yeah, they just have the, character name, colon. I know generally the thing that if you want to play FF6, I've heard recommended, is to play the GBA version and just... Um, install a patch to fix the sound because GBA music on Final Fantasy VI is like unlistenable. Um, there are certainly
1: people who will argue that you should play the original uh, Super Nintendo English translation of Six. Yes, I used to read a lot of arguments about people are people talking about the translations because. FF6 and I think Chrono Trigger had the same translator who might yeah. have
0: done most of that work alone. Yeah, no, no, no. I've definitely heard this. I've definitely heard that like one guy did all the translation on those. Um,
1: which led to Kefka saying things like son of a submariner. Mhm. Um, son of I... a submariner.
0: What? Submariner?
1: That would be a marin a mariner who is subby.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um I know I know that the l- the last time I was looking at R slash Final Fantasy, because I was just once again hyperfixating, Googling all sorts of things about games I'm not going to play for at least some amount of time.
1: Um the the Hey, we're back. I guess honestity uh, stopped recording for a while there. I don't know what we lost. Uh but we're out of energy. Yeah.
0: It it was a good podcast like we did a good podcast but it's not the best podcast we've ever done you know like it's just a we finished our we finished our Final Fantasy list that we read do you want to make your own list right now okay I would have to let me you need more prep for that no yes and no I just need to write down which Final Fantasy games I have dipped into enough to have opinions about okay okay I, as of right now, have not finished playing any Final Fantasy game. But I have dipped into and have opinions about a handful of them. Um, So I'm just going to jot this down in Notepad real quick while I look at a a list. Uh, Hi everybody, you're hearing uh, my cookie clicker (laughs) notification (laughs) for when I get golden cookies. I'm muting the computer, I'm sorry. Okay, um, I played maybe an hour of four. I'm not gonna count that. I played enough of six to have an an opinion. Um, you know what I'm actually gonna do? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write. I'm going to rank off the top of my head. So extremely biased my feelings about the soundtracks for these games (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I have listened to piano collections for most of these and will have stronger feelings about that than the games themselves. What if
1: I made a top 25 final fantasy games of all time list and then didn't put six or seven even on the list? (laughs) Like number 17, final fantasy adventure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Um, Trying to think. Uh, I think I have listed here every Final Fantasy game that I have strong feelings about its music. Um. I th- uh, okay. Um. One last second addendum, and then um. Okay, I'm gonna go from the bottom up. So my least favorite Final Fantasy soundtrack, off the top of my head, mm-hmm. this is not researched. This is not. I would need. To, I'd need to check the tapes. Final Fantasy eight least favorite. Okay. Uh, I was talking a little bit about this on Twitter, and Jackson said that like Uematsu was making a deliberate effort to like not do like recognizable melodies in the same way that he had done for so many. I think it is. Interesting. I think there are a lot of really good tracks on Final Fantasy VIII, but I think not having memorable, like, not being catchy in the same way that I'm used to, does like lower my opinion of the soundtrack in a pretty big way. The tracks that made it onto the Black Mages albums mm-hmm. are great. Battle theme, one of the best that they've done. Triple Triad theme, like, I would put toe to toe with any of the battle themes through the whole series. The Triple Triad song is good. Um. Second, Final Fantasy 9. Final Fantasy 9 has a couple things that I really remember liking. Um but I couldn't I couldn't hum them to you. I just what know that I, second second so Final Fantasy 8 at the bottom, uh-huh. then Final Fantasy
1: 9. Uh I fun fact, one of the songs I was thinking of when I said that some of the songs from 8 are great was actually a song from 9 that I thought was 8. <laughs>
0: I remember that I like 9, but I couldn't hum you any tunes from it off the top of my head. Um,
1: <sighs> I can, because um, Vamo Allo Flamenco, I think. At the beginning of the game, you do, a, like, on the stage, you do, like, a sword fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's good. Next up, better than Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Four. Very similar situation of I remember listening to the piano collections. I remember liking that music. Can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm going
1: to share some FF4 tracks that have
0: uh, lyrics added after this podcast. Okay. Um, next, now we're getting into the, the good shit, like the really good shit. Um, Final Fantasy VI which has my favorite Final Fantasy song, Terrace Theme. Um, it's... Final Fantasy VI soundtrack is fucking superb. Uh, there are definitely... I think having 18 playable characters leads to a handful of songs that are not very memorable because you need to have a song for, like, guy that you don't remember. <laughs> you know? But... Kefka's theme good, Terra's theme good, you know. Above that, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Maybe you fucking heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best soundtracks for any video game I have been listening to. I will probably use a certain lo-fi Final Fantasy Seven mix that I've been listening to a lot as music for this episode. Um, there's just a particular one that I've been really enjoying. Um... One-Winged Angel.
1: One-Winged Angel. One time I went to a Video Games Live concert, okay. and at the end of the concert they said, now we're going to vote by applause. Would you rather us finish off with Terrace theme or One-Winged Angel? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to guess which song they played in 2008?
0: <laughs> okay. So you might be asking yourself, which Final Fantasy games would have a better soundtrack than Final Fantasy 7. There is of course only one choice we can make here. That's right, Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Chrono Trigger real good. I just wanted to put Chrono Trigger on here. Uh, then this is this is my as we move up the list, this is my set this is almost my last choice. This is like second place. This is like almost at the top. You were so close to glory. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Final Fantasy X, maybe you've heard Tazanarkin, the best mm. piece of video game music ever. I think I just said that about Terra's theme, but it, both are true. Uh, and then right above Final Fantasy X, uh, the final boss themes for Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Those are really good. The final boss theme for Blue Dragon fucking rips. I think you <laughs> aren't taking this very <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I was until I decided to... <laughs> I will say the Lost Odyssey final boss theme's very good. It's very
1: good. The real Lost Odyssey was you trying to find the point of this exercise. <laughs> um, if we're lucky, Audacity will have crushed again. <laughs> any any such luck?
0: No. Well, uh, we did get a question in. Oh, we did. Yeah, where can people find you online? You find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. Um, After two months of hemming and hawing, I did finally update my pinned tweets that it's got this podcast, it's got, uh, and then an aeroplane, and it's got absolute destiny of pod clips, which I think uh, people should absolutely give a chance. Uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena is like a really remarkable show. Um, And it is a joy to talk about. Um, I... Yeah, um... Uh yeah, it's just Utenna is just like truly really amazing. <laughs> Does
1: your pinned tweet still have a photo of you on the couch with with dog? Uh huh. Didn't you post feet in that in that pinned tweet?
0: I don't think I put feet in that. <laughs> I don't think I posted. I took feet. that photo. You did take that photo.
1: It was a good photo. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter.com at neithernora, and you can find everything that I do at neithernora.podcast.com. What am I saying? I got distracted looking at your selfie. Um, your selfie that you took
0: of me. My yeah.
1: selfie that you took of me. Selfie from Final Fantasy VII. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, at neithernora on Twitter, norablakeonline on at online. Uh, all my podcasts. You know, you know who I am. Yeah, it's me. There's now. There's flashlights in the yard next door. Um, I'm gonna go start Mass Effect. I guess.
0: Stay safe, everybody. Fuck this Final Fantasy shit. It's time to play a real RPG. I'm so excited to hate Mass Effect. I'm so excited to hate watching you play Mass Effect. I. I feel so vindicated. You go. I've At least in the circles I hang out in, and I know that this is not necessarily reflective of um, broader video game circles, but I, I do think with how disappointed people were in Mass Effect 3 and Mass Effect Andromeda public opinion has really turned on Mass Effect in recent years, I think people don't really like Mass Effect half as much as they used to, Uh, and I remember renting Mass Effect from Blockbuster when it first came out, and playing like four hours of it, and saying, this sucks, this is bad, I don't know why everybody's so into this, and I just feel vindicated that everybody has come around to agree with me. (laughs) When I played Mass
1: Effect 2, I played it as a third-person shooter, didn't engage with any of the superpowers or squad commands or any of that.
0: That's how I played Mass Effect 1 to be fair.
1: So, I guess should I be a cool brain power
0: person this time? I feel like you should be a cool brain power person at least in Mass Effect 1.
1: I mean, that's what's going to carry over like this is me playing committing yeah. to all three obviously. Yeah. You don't play Mass Effect and then not play the other two better games.
0: Is Mass Effect 3 also better than Mass Effect? Probably. I don't know shit about Mass Effect 3. I remember when Mass Effect 3 came out, Film Crit Hulk wrote an article about how actually the ending was good. A lot of people did that.
1: Um, A lot of people uh, got huge brain poison over the ending of Mass Effect 3 in either direction.
0: Yeah, I feel like nobody came out of that situation like better as a human. <laughs> um Remember how like people were
1: like harassing devs over mm. that? Yeah. They didn't like the choose your color
0: ending. I remember someone sending cupcakes to BioWare saying please change the ending, Mr. BioWare. Uh
1: I remember people getting getting themselves banned from the Bioware forums because they went in and were, like, stirring shit over the ending.
0: I remember one time when I was 17 trying to get banned from the Neopets forums. <laughs> I just, me and my friends decided it would be funny to log into the Neopets forums and try to get banned. Oh. yeah which is the same energy as teens trying to get kicked out of walmart but like so much more boring
1: and sad oh. but causing less harm yeah that's true you're not making some grocery store employee miserable
0: yeah that's true hi daddy
1: daddy's here to harbin harbinge the har- end of the podcast har- what does a harbinger do Uh, Do they harbinge?
0: I think that's what a harbinger does.
1: Well, the end is nigh. (laughs) And these recordings of our voices are our consciousness, and when we click the button, we will cease to be. Good night, sweet prince. (gasps)